My name is Milian Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless and determined. We fight for love, profits and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible. And this podcast includes all the best sales, marketing, relationship, personal growth, and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world. Our motto is, my business is not my family. My family is my business. And we are here to show you how to have it all. The power of belief and faith. Belief, faith, knowing, and expecting are closely interrelated concepts, but they are not the same thing. Since they are all necessary components of conscious creation, it is important to understand and apply them correctly. So, take a look. What does it mean to believe something? Belief is defined as the psychological state in which a person holds a premise or conjuncture to be true. It is often an opinion that is based on incomplete information and past experiences. There are two components to belief. First is believe that. Believe that. Beliefs are your belief system or the truth you hold about the world. Beliefs are the root of your life experience because you act on those beliefs and experience the consequences. Believing that means believing in a perceivable concept such as I believe that the world is round or I believe that it is hard to lose weight. They are representations of how each individual views the world. This element of belief is discussed in the chapter, if I'm not wrong, the power of the subconscious mind is the first chapter already. And the second is believe in. Belief is the assurance that something exists or will exist. Believing in can mean expressing confidence in a person. I believe in your ability to get the job done. It can also mean believing in the existence of a phenomenon, I believe in my dream, or I believe in my goal. It can mean belief in a deity or state that cannot be perceived or proven. I believe in a God, or I believe that I am part of universal consequences. To believe something is to set in motion the forces of creation. Belief, or its counterpart, non-belief, is a creative force. A belief is a chosen thought that is given immense power through repetition and agreement. You can believe in something or not believe it. Either way, you will manifest that belief in your physical reality. To believe something is to set in motion the forces of creation. Belief or its counterpart again, non-belief is a creative force. A belief is a chosen thought that is given immense power. I cannot stress this enough. Through repetition and agreement. You can believe in something or not believe in it. And either way, you will again manifest that belief in your physical reality. In spiritual terms, a belief is a requirement for a prayer to come true. We pray fervently for what we desire and what and when it does not appear, you know, what, what happened then? We doubt the Creator, not our beliefs. However, it is the belief that is the driving force behind manifesting. 
Whatever you focus on or believe, you will receive unless you stop believing. Every belief creates a shift in the quantum field of infinity potential. It works something like this. If you want to become a famous photographer, that idea opens up a field of possibility and in that field, what you desire is already manifested. It is already real. To make the possibility manifest in the physical world, you have to give continuing energy to that idea. The creative force is very precise. It effortlessly delivers anything that you believe, regardless of what the belief may be. The creative force does not judge. It does not ever say, that dream is too big for you, mister. It never comes back with, you know you don't deserve it. Whatever you desire can be yours. Whatever you desire can be yours. Absolutely anything. The creative force never says, that's impossible. <laughs> How can anything be impossible for the force that creates everything? Impossible is a man-made concept that is based on our extremely limited knowledge of the workings of the universe. We cannot understand something that so we disbelieve it. And that is our downfall as human beings in our inability to consciously manifest. We must be able to suspend all doubt. The people who have done this have achieved the impossible. The creative process does not waver in its effectiveness or in its efficiency. The only way that you will not achieve what you desire is introduce a belief that contradicts the one that is busy manifesting the outcome you want. For example, if you believe that it is possible to amass a vast fortune with your eBay business, you will accomplish that goal if you hold fast to that belief. However, if you introduce a competing belief, <laughs> you know, really, my success depends on the economy and on what people are willing to buy right now, or I'm not computer savvy enough to run an uh, e-commerce business, then you will not experience the manifestations of what you desire. So just look at your own relationship with money. When you're feeling abundant and wealthy, it is easy to believe in abundance and to align your actions with that belief. That belief will set creative forces in motion and you can't help but manifest what you believe in more abundance. But if you are struggling just to make ends meet, it's difficult to believe in abundance, is true. Your senses tell you that really, no matter what you think, you are poor. You know that you don't have enough money and this creates an internal resistance to the belief in abundance. When you give more weight, to order reality and operate under seeing, you know, concept seeing is believing, it is almost impossible to snap out of the poverty belief and adopt an abundance mindset. The outer reality is just too compelling. The inner reality is dismissed as imagination or fantasy. We automatically disbelieve what we perceive to be impossible. We disbelieve what we cannot perceive with the physical senses and we disbelieve the creative process. We humans are extraordinarily good at constructing with given resources that creating from the so-called formless stuff that gives form the universal conscious intelligence. 
but constructing something means using available resources, which means one must have the perspective that the other reality is the only reality. This is why conscious manifesting is so difficult. We cannot get past construction and allow the creative forces to work. Creation means believing in the unseen, and that is very difficult. But when you think about your physical reality, do you ever think about its origins? Do you ever think about the fact that your inner reality is the cause and your outer reality is the effect? Don't think that you perceive and believe the world around you and you react to it, that the outer world is the cause and your thoughts and behavior are the effects. In reality, the physical world is reacting to you. Your inner reality is the cause and your outer reality is the effect. It is hard pill to swallow when your circumstances are not to your liking. It is much easier to give up your personal power and to be a victim of a circumstance that, than to take some ownership of their creation. You created your outer reality through your inner reality. This is what meant by life doesn't happen to you. It happens through you. But if you created something you don't like, you can also create something that pleases you immensely. In the non-physical, your dream or your ideal life is already real. Choose to believe that reality, please. Choose not to believe the other reality. Your other reality is a construct of your inner reality. It is the effect that the inner reality is the cause. It is not the other way around unless you let it be that way. If you start believing in your inner reality and start believing in the other reality, you can choose to believe the other reality and let it dictate your beliefs and keep reliving the same circumstances your whole life. Or you can choose to believe the inner reality and align your thoughts and actions with that reality. Your other reality will shapeshift to match it. That is how powerful you are. The concept of beliefs, or believe that, it is easy to understand. We all hold certain beliefs about the world. A person's level of education or intelligence does not affect how tightly the person holds on to his or her worldview or core beliefs. Even a person who understands how beliefs are formed still has beliefs that are just as real to them as to someone who is completely ignorant of the process of creating beliefs. We all have them and we hold on for dear life. If you are enjoying interviews so far, make sure to follow me on other social media. You will find me on YouTube and Facebook as Million Mori Warrior Family, on Instagram as Smilion Mori and on LinkedIn and Twitter as Smilian Mori, S-M-I-L-J-A-N-M-O-R-I. However, the concept of belief, believe in, as it applies to unseen forces, is incredibly difficult for most people to accept. We find it easy to believe that what we can see but most will dismiss the possibility of manifesting the unseen. In other words, we are exceptionally good at construction, 
using obvious available materials, but not so good at creation, using the power of thought fueled by belief to manifest something from nothing. If things elude you that you desperately desire, it is because you are operating under false beliefs or beliefs that contradict what you want. You look around you and no matter the richness or beauty you see in your mind, you give more weight to the reality around you. You believe what you see instead of believing what it can be. Your beliefs can be changed and so belief in your goal can be developed. But for that goal to manifest, your belief must not waver. The mind is the most powerful force in the universe. Every thought is the movement of energy which arises from the mind. Every movement of energy is the cause and manifestation is the effect. The problem lies in the first element of belief. The beliefs, plural, that make up your mental habits. If you consciously believe that X, but you unconsciously believe Y, then you guaranteed Y will win out every time. Therefore, to create belief, you have to get into the subconscious mind and reprogram it to believe what you consciously wanted to believe. Keep believing in the image or feeling or thought uh, idea in your mind and let reality just be. It will shape shift to match your inner reality. You will see. How to build belief around your dreams. First, prepare. If you are going to nurture a seed of an idea, you have to first prepare the soil. You can't just throw the seed onto barren, rocky ground and expect it to grow. A positive attitude is essential. It is the good soil in which you will plant your idea. Soil of possibility, soil of potential, soil of creativity. It is easy to be overwhelmed by a big goal, but you can choose to have fun with the whole thing. Like a child, go ahead and pretend that your dream is already real. Then. Prepare to use your own unique gifts and talents as the tools with which you will bring your dream to life. Clear away any mental obstacles. If your seed is going to grow, give it a chance by removing weeds like doubt, weeds like worry, weeds like self-defeating habits, or weeds like disempowering beliefs. So the next thing you can do is you plant the seed deep, deep, deep enough. Picture exactly how you want things to unfold. Get very clear on your goal. It is essential to have a very clear mental image and feeling in your mind if you are going to manifest something specific. And the next thing is nourish your seed. Cultivate your dream with frequent visualization and positive self-talk. If you make it a habit to take daily action on your dream for at least 30 days, you will have created a habit that will build your belief even before you see the first signs of anything happening. Trust me. So what is faith? Faith is a word that is a typically associated with religion. However, faith is not limited to religion. It is simply 
an acceptance of an absolute truth, not relative truths. Remember, our beliefs are largely based on opinions. Faith does not require proof. No proof is required. Faith requires acceptance that the concept we believe in is true, such as God, in the absence of proof. No proof is necessary. Faith is the meaning of believing is seeing, which means you must have faith that something already exists, even if it only exists on the spiritual plane and not yet in the physical. Faith does not happen just because we think something is true. It happens because we want it to be true. Faith is more emotion than belief. Belief is more factual and logical as it can be proven or disproven. Faith is the inner affirmation of an inner reality, the realm of thought, that is not reflected in the physical reality. Faith means making the choice to trust and to suspend doubt. It often flies in the face of logic and rational thinking. It is a heartfelt belief in something unseen. It is knowing that the seeing is believing. Is a result or effect of believing is seeing that anything presently in the physical realm must first exist in the non-physical as an idea or thought that is not perceived in any way by the physical senses. People who have trouble with faith often point to science and the senses. If you can see it, touch it or otherwise prove it exists, how do you know it exists? And if only you can see something and I can't, how do I know you are not making it up? However, faith cannot be understood from a seeing is believing perspective that requires proof. So always remember anything that exists in the physical realm where it, where it can be measured or touched or perceived or studied had to first exist as a thought. The idea of a computer had to exist before a computer was created. The same goes for the chair you are sitting on right now, the clothing you are wearing, the painting hanging on the wall, and the music on the radio. The inventor had to believe in the possibility of this mental image manifesting as well as the faith both that it would. Science can only make sense of what is already in the physical realm. It allows us to explore only one element of reality, its physical manifestation. Science does not allow us to explore the element of reality that is the creative force which cannot be measured or quantified or even cannot be understood intellectually. That means that faith is something you either have or don't have. And it is a conscious choice. Faith can be developed by choosing to trust in forces you do not know and understand and practicing how it feels to trust. Just look around you at the miracles that about in the natural world. We trust that plants will grow given the right conditions. We trust that we will not fall off the earth because of the forces of gravity. Once you are comfortable trusting the natural order of things, move on to trusting whatever thoughts and emotions you throw out there. And we'll come back to you like boomerangs, you know? As ye sow, so shall ye reap. Once you have faith that what you give is what you will get, move on to trusting that there are forces in the universe that science cannot understand or even study at this stage of human development. We simply don't know it all. 
quantum physics was beginning to unravel some of the mysteries of the universe, but we will never know it all because of the infinite and eternal nature of the universe. There is always more to know, always more to experience. Trust that there is more to this existence than what you know. That makes it easier to trust in the creative process and just relax and be okay with not knowing it all. Be okay with accepting and allowing that something far greater than your physical body is at work in creating your life, especially your thoughts. The difference between belief and faith. Belief is acting on a certainty that can be proven, something you have experienced yourself or something that comes from other people's experiences. For example, you can say, I believe this is a chair. A chair is something you can perceive with your senses and you can prove its existence. You can touch it, you can see it, and you believe its existence because of your prior experience with things to sit on. It may be a belief that you adopted from someone else. If you grew up in the wilderness with no furniture, for example, you would have to adopt the belief that this is object, that this object is, in fact, something to be, to be set on. A chair is an example of seeing is believing. Faith is different. It means agreeing that the chair will, in fact, hold your weight, but you have no proof of this. Sure, the chair might look sturdy, but as anyone who has ever had a chair collapse under the weight knows, looks can be deceiving, and even if a chair held you in the past, it does not mean it has not dry-rooted to the point of structural failure. Faith means you surrender to the agreement that the chair will support you. This means you must have faith before you sit down. Only then can you prove that this is in fact a chair and that it will support you when you sit down. Faith is the essence of believing is seeing. Belief rests on the past. Someone told you that this was a chair and that it was a good thing to sit on. You tested it for yourself and found that it was indeed true. But the first time you sat down, you were acting on a pure faith because you did not know for sure. After all, the person telling you it was okay to sit on this thing could have been completely mistaken. So you surrender to faith. You sit and then only then you can believe. Faith gives rise to belief, but only after the faith has been tested and proven, such as sitting down and finding yourself supported by the chair. At that point, you would believe in the chair, but in order to believe, you must first have faith. Knowing is neither belief nor faith. It is outside the intellect in that it applies to concepts that intellect cannot wrap itself around concepts like infinity and eternity. These concepts boggle the intellect, but they are felt in the body, an expression of our being as a comforting sense. We feel that something is true, even if that knowing cannot be expressed in words or proven in any way. Knowing and faith go hand in hand. In that, when you have faith, you know the rightness of your faith in your body. Knowing is based on experience, but it also goes beyond experience because an experience is partially a construct of the mind. An experience is a raw data plus your interpretation of the data. 
you can talk about an experience, you can assign meaning to what happened, but you can't express knowing in words. How can you? Here is an example of how deep this can go. In our everyday life, we know the feeling of warmth that feels on our skin when the sun shines on us. Do you want to become extremely confident in a short period of time? Download my free ebook Warrior Mindset at www.warriorfamily.com and learn the best mental hacks and strategies to build your confidence. We can share this experience with others either by talking about it or having them experience it. But knowing goes deeper than that. You may have a strong knowing that you are an energetic being and not really just a mass of flesh and bones and internal goo. But if you can't prove that knowing to someone, you may find yourself invalidating it. You may know that you are one and the same with God and that you have the very same powers as the source of all creation. You may know that you are a point of consciousness in an infinity ocean of intelligence energy. But how do you explain that to others? How do you share that perception? How do you explain an experience that doesn't last like the gentle touch of a breeze on your skin, that you are not really sure you experience it at all because it came and went so quickly? Knowing cannot be proven just like faith cannot be proven. It is a physical feeling that's perfectly natural when you consider that the mind and the body are the not separate entities but different aspects of the same. Knowing also involves moving past fear, specifically fear of being rejected or ridiculed. Intuition, gut feelings and various spiritual experiences can give rise to knowing, but many people refrain from even mentioning this experience for fear or rejection. Knowing is powerful. It can change your life forever in a single moment. Since it lies beyond the intellect and beyond words, it is often something that cannot be shared. We must leave it to people to come to their own knowing in their own way and in their own time. Learn to trust your knowing sensations. You are more tuned in that you might think to the universal consciousness that transcends the ego and the physical world. Knowing is a way of understanding that goes beyond words, beyond numbers, time and space. It is an easiness, easiness that cannot be expressed, only experienced. Detach expectation, allowing. Expecting is a step in the manifesting process that harnesses the power of belief. I can have this, it is mine. Faith, it is already mine and being manifested into the physical. And knowing I don't know how, but that's okay. I don't need to know how. I just know that my desire is already mine. Expecting is the act of allowing. That does not mean sitting back and waiting for the universe to arrive at your door bearing gifts. It is an absolute trust in that things are exactly as they should be. For manifestation to occur, there must be an exchange of energy. 
which we will go into a moment, but expecting means being okay with the process and enjoying that process as much as you anticipate enjoying the result. When you walk into a restaurant, you know, you just place and you place an order, you do not make the experience miserable by worrying, does the chef know what he is doing? <laughs> what if they ran out of a key ingredient? You don't think about it, huh? What do I need to do to get my food? Of course, because you are dealing with humans, you may wonder how long is uh, going to take before I get my meal. But in general, you simply place your order and relax. You let it come to you. Your only job is to exchange energy for the meal in the form of money. It is not any different with any other desire you have. You just place the order, trusting that it will come to you. You don't need to know every nuance of how it's created or when or how it will come to you. You just expect. It is important that your expectations can be detached from the final outcome. The reality is that energy can take many forms and depending on the intensity and focus of your thoughts, you may actually receive something different what you expected. It can happen. But different does not necessarily mean worse. It can be significantly better. Detachment also prevents your faith from being polluted by questions and doubts like when or how and what if it doesn't or energy disruptors that slow or even stop the process of manifesting. So watch out for them. Using belief and faith to consciously create your reality. Any act of creation requires an exchange of or movement of energy. The first energy exchange or movement happens when you have a thought. That idea is the first burst of energy that you give out to universal intelligence or God or the creator or source, whatever you name. At first, you don't necessarily place much belief in that idea. It is just an idea. Wouldn't be cool if... If that is the extent of the energy you give the idea, nothing will happen. Imagine a single drop of water falling into the Pacific Ocean. It does not generate much of an impact. Does it? If you want that drop or single idea to have an impact, you have to multiply it so it, that it blossoms into real existence in the non-physical realm. It is a huge stretch for many people to believe that everything they want already exists in the present moment in the non-physical. This is why many fabulous ideas never manifest. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies confident boosters and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles. Instagram, Smillion Mori, YouTube and Facebook, Smillion Mori, Warrior Family, Twitter, Smillion Mori, and LinkedIn, Smillion Mori.